We're talking Ravens and Vikings on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Have you ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code Locked On. that's all caps, Locked On in the game. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? Great, man. How are you? I'm good. We had a good conversation good. yesterday. Yeah, We're we continuing those team-by-team uh, -team reviews. We talked uh, Chargers and Dolphins yesterday. Definitely some reasons to be worried about the Dolphins. And maybe some reasons to be worried about this first team as well. It's the Baltimore Ravens. Matt, let's get right into it. Yeah, right. What What's your overview? Give me that one word or one sentence about the Ravens season this year. Ooh. Uh, they got a lot out of a little for a while. You know, a lot of close games. Um, and then it just showed the value of Lamar, really. I yeah. mean, whenever he was gone, I think you saw the value, value of Lamar. And this will be a big theme, obviously, over the next 10, 15 minutes is we don't know if he's going to be back. And we do know there to be a new offensive coordinator. And deep down, I think Harbaugh looks at the way they play offense, which is different than anyone in the league, and thinks this isn't a failed experiment, but it needs to change. Like, you got to throw the ball to wide receivers in this league. and <laughs> They don't do that. You know, I mean, like, I, I think they need to restructure how they play offense. Yeah, I mean, there, there's certainly certainly a lot of things that could improve there. Um, I did see some numbers today. We talked about those split stats yesterday with with Tyree Kill and uh, and, and Jalen Waddle when Tua was on the field mm -hmm. versus off. For Lamar, the numbers were good when Rashad Bateman was in the lineup. Bateman only mm. played six games, uh, missed missed the majority of the season, and once Bateman was gone. Lamar did not have that that wide receiver one. Still had Mark Andrews, uh, but but that wide receiver core was horrible. Brutal. I mean, they yeah. they're they're bringing in Sammy Watkins and and Deshaun Jackson by the end of the year. Demarcus Robinson was their best wide receiver for much of the season. That tells you everything you need to know. Sure, uh, get get this guy some players to throw to. They traded Marquise Brown last off season. And they bring in no one uh, of note to replace him. So uh, you Made automatically a million draft picks and didn't draft one. Right, you automatically <laughs> throw Bateman into that that wide receiver one role. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I like the player, but he had been hurt his rookie season, and you just you just Nothing make else. him the wide receiver one. It was it was poor planning, and uh, you know, unsurprisingly, it did not work out well. Let's let's go through the roster here, though, because. Uh, just like uh, some of the other teams we've talked about, we could see a ton of changes with this Ravens roster. Lamar Jackson, 19.7 fantasy points per game. He was the quarterback five on a points per game basis. Did miss the final five games of the season plus the playoff game. Uh, that was the same as the season before when he missed the, the last five or six weeks of the season. Right. 
Tyler Huntley, the the pro bowler, pro bowler Tyler. Huntley. I just saw that. That's unbelievable. Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> right. Tyler Huntley's the backup there. Uh, he's also a free agent, although a restricted free agent. So you would think uh, they could retain him pretty easily if they want to. Uh, he, of course, started uh, the last several games of the season when uh, when Jackson was out. Running back, it was more injuries here. Of course, the previous season, both J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards suffered torn ACLs. Both of those guys were slow to return, missed uh, a big chunk of the beginning of the season. Dobbins ends up playing eight games. Edwards plays nine games. Dobbins gave us 10 points, uh, 10 fantasy points per game when he was in there. Uh, but really, really started to heat up towards the end of the season. Uh, so I think you, you have to feel pretty good about where they are with him. Both of those guys still under contract uh, moving into next season. Dobbins, by the way, is the running back 17 in Dynasty ADP currently. Kenyon Drake uh, also played a little bit there. Uh, he's a unrestricted free agent, so likely uh, finding a new team. Wide receiver, we talked about Bateman, gave us nine fantasy points per game, only played in six games. He's the wide receiver, 36. His value has really fallen off because of injuries and the questions with this Ravens offense. Devin Duvernay gave us eight fantasy points per game. I talked about Demarcus Robinson. He's a free agent as well. And Mark Andrews started out the season like a oh. uh, like like the tight end one, like one of the top 10 or 12 players in the game. And then that totally fell off. Of course, a lot of that had to do with Lamar being out, but not not all of it. He was struggling even before Jackson went out. Uh, Andrews finishes with 12.7 points per game. That was still good for the tight end three, and he's the tight end two in Dynasty right now behind only Kyle Pitts. So a lot to take in there, Matt, but I think this conversation has to start with Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. Do you think he's back on this roster in 2023? No. I think he ends oh, up in wow. Atlanta wow. or a team like that. I really do. I, I think that the Ravens have a number in mind, and they've probably already presented that to him, and he doesn't agree with that number and wants a Deshaun Watson guaranteed type contract. And I think there will be a split, and I think the offense will look obviously a lot different, not only at the quarterback position, but how they play. I mean, could it be? Derek Carr, or, you know, someone totally different than Lamar, and have a drop back type passing game. That's my hunch. I have no, no one's told me that. I just think that this is done. Well, the Falcons have been mentioned uh, mm -hmm. for for whatever reason. Uh, of course, a, a big part of that reason is they have no uh, they have no quarterback right. uh, to speak of. But the Falcons uh, seem to come up quite a bit when you're talking about Lamar Jackson. The Panthers also have been mm -hmm. brought up as a, a team that could uh, and would be interested. Are there, are there options here for the Ravens? Obviously they they've got the power because they could just place the franchise tag mm -hmm. on him if they want. Um, do they just let him walk? Do they try to work out some kind of a trade? Oh, How no, do I you see it playing. They out? don't let him walk and get a third round comp pick two years from now. You know I mean, I, I think that's a sign and trade situation, you know, a franchise and trade situation, they end up getting two or three first round picks out of the deal when it's all said okay. and done. You know, I mean, or uh, I, I wonder what he'd look like with the Colts, to be honest with you. Maybe you get that early pick from the Colts and draft your quarterback or whatever, but they're not going to just let him walk. I mean, I, I think he will bring back compensation. 
Well, we you talked about bringing in a totally different type of of quarterback, and and you know they they kind of famously changed their offense when they drafted Lamar Jackson. They uh-huh. had uh, obviously had Joe Flacco as their starter, and um, and, and the Flacco offense and the Lamar Jackson offense were two completely different uh, different ways to play the game. Yeah. So it, it kind of makes sense that they could go a different direction. And, and Greg Roman, their former offensive coordinator that they they fired, you know, he's he's, he's known gone, as right. right. He's gone. But he's he's known as that that coach, that that coordinator that works with running quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, right. So um, I think there's maybe, big wholesale sweeping changes. Right. Maybe that's a hint that they are mm-hmm. ready not only to change their quarterback, but to change their offense uh, as a whole, uh, there's, there's going to be lots to watch with this team yeah. this off season. Uh, we got a, a few more things to talk about with the Ravens. We'll do that after this break. Guys, if you're anything like me, you've always wanted to be, you know, a, a GM your whole life or build football teams. And I'm fortunate enough to be able to kind of do that in my life to some degree. I mean, to sort of live the dream, but you can do the same thing in a very similar manner with Ultimate Football GM. I've told you about these guys before. I mean, you manage every strategic aspect of your team. You play through a season. You you do everything like you exactly want to do. I mean, you're hiring the coaches and coordinators, trading players, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft and all those ups and downs as well. Uh, An entire season you go through as well. And this is a, a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. We created a locked-on league for you to compete against locked-on fans all over the world. You can be the ultimate locked-on football GM. Choose locked-on league in the app to join. And you can you create a football dynasty. See if you can you know hang with these guys. Um, locked-on dynasty listeners get a hundred percent free boost to their franchise when using the promo code locked on all caps in the game store. That's locked on in all caps. Make sure you check that out immediately. So to download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. Locked On is heading to the Senior Bowl. Get inside analysis from the host that covered the NFL's next generation in college and find out which NFL draft boards these players will be climbing all in one location. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL Draft podcast for nightly live shows from the Senior Bowl on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9 p.m. All right, Matt, let's uh, finish up this conversation with the Ravens. Uh, you seem to think Lamar Jackson will be moving on. Yeah. Do you see that as as a negative for Rashad Bateman, for Mark Andrews? I mean, if they bring in Derek Carr or, I don't know, Ryan Tannehill or Jimmy right, Garoppolo, right. right? Like if they bring in, let's say, a league average uh, starter talent-wise, can, can those guys still? Well, I'm looking at it this way. Like, I think it's probably a negative for Andrews because I would think if they're going to install a new system, it won't be as tight end centric. But I also kind of like Likely, by the way, who even mentioned his name. I think right. it's good for Bateman. Um, 
I have to think they're going to be more wide receiver centric. I mean, they're the they use their receivers the least in the league, and I I can't think that that is the, going to be the approach going forward. And the other thing is, I'm a Dobbins fan, but they never throw to their backs. I mean, right. Lamar just takes off, or Huntley just takes off. So I got to mm. think that their receptions that probably changes. spike. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. That yeah, that could be huge for J.K. Dobbins. He was a good, um, re- good receiver at Ohio State. And I mean, yeah, it's. it's they do use their receivers less than any other team, but that's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, it's kind of chicken or the egg situation. Like, is that, right. is that the, is that the offense that they've been running or is that the fact that they have terrible wide receivers? See, like and it wouldn't blow me away if they trade for Deandre Hopkins, you know, like Hopkins is the one Bateman's the two Andrews Dobbins. Like now you got a group of receivers. Sure. And, and the, the wide receiver free agent market is, Horrible. is pretty, pretty ugly. Yeah. Uh, it's very ugly. Actually. I think like Juju Smith Schuster, Jacoby Myers, those are the kind of the top names. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's, there's some names down there. And I mean, one of them feels like it just feels destined to be a Baltimore Raven Jarvis Landry. Right. Oh, yeah. so, Blocks I mean, and, yeah, yeah, right. if you, uh, if you trade for Hopkins, you've got, uh, Bateman hopefully coming back healthy. You you get a guy like Landry or mm-hmm. you know or first I mean, round pick or you know right yeah it's good O line it, it could change quickly. You may end up with a couple first round picks if they do actually trade uh, Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, really quickly here, dynasty buys and sells. Let's talk Lamar, Dobbins, Bateman, and Andrews. Which one player would you be targeting, if any, as the dynasty buy this offseason? Bateman and Dobbins, for the reasons okay. I just mentioned. I just think they both will get spikes in receptions. Okay, that's fair. Uh, any sell stand out? Are you, are you moving on from Andrews? Maybe. I never loved his talent. I mean, like, I think there's five or six tight ends out there that move better than him and whatnot. Um, and likely is kind of nipping at his heels a little bit. Will they use as much two and three, you know, tight end sets? The guy I'm moving off of is Patrick Ricard. How about that? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, we're going to talk about the Minnesota Vikings next. Would it shock you if we're sitting here this time next year and TJ Hawkinson is worth more than Mark Andrews in Dynasty? No, that, yeah. that would not shock me. That's okay. a good, that, good conversation. Yeah, That's kind of what I, I thought you might say. Uh, let's move over to the Vikings right now. Minnesota Vikings finished 13-4, and four, first in the NFC North. And they ultimately lost to the New York Giants in the wild card round. Uh, everybody kind of saw that one coming, seemingly. Of course, the Vikings, despite the uh, excellent win-loss record, uh, their their plus-minus was pretty rough. And, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of people calling them a paper champion, and, and that kind of proved to be true, honestly. Matt, what's your takeaway? One, one thought on the Vikings before we get into some of their uh, offensive players. Yeah, I would assume this is going to be a big defensive offseason. Their D was really, really bad. But kind of like we talked about with Miami, you're going to get a lot of inconsistencies from rookie head coaches. But I thought it was a very successful year. I never thought they were as good as their record. But I think that they have a pretty good foundation in place. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, and I I agree. Let's talk about the these players. Let's talk about that foundation. Starts with Kirk Cousins at the quarterback position, seventeen point two fantasy points per game. The quarterback twelve on the year, ten times, Matt, ten times he was a QB one in fantasy this year. Wow. A really really good season for Kirk Cousins. 
Uh, he's the quarterback 14 in our dynasty ADP right now. Dalvin Cook at running back 14 fantasy points per game. He was the RB 15 and kind of kind of a disappointing year. Uh, down to RB 18 in ADP uh, in dynasty ADP. So he has certainly lost some value. Mentioned his name uh, earlier. Actually, that might have been that might have been yesterday as a guy who could end up being a cap casualty as the Vikings. Uh, uh, make some moves with their salary cap. We'll see if uh, if Cook sticks on this roster. Alexander Madison's the backup, five fantasy points per game. Uh, he's also a free agent, unrestricted free agent. So hmm. they could uh, could really be looking for some running back help if they cut Cook and Madison goes elsewhere. Ty Chandler, rookie, didn't we didn't see much of him? Sneaky this guy, Sasha. Yeah, absolutely, a player that you should be adding from your waiver wire if uh, if you have that opportunity right now. Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver one in Dynasty, the wide receiver two on the season with twenty one point seven fantasy points per game. Twelve times he was a top twenty four wide receiver uh, this season. Adam Thielen. K.J. Osborne, those guys kind of going in different directions, but gave us very similar production on the year. Uh, Just over 10 fantasy points per game for Thielen, just under 10 fantasy points per game for K.J. Osborne. And, of course, they make the big move uh, midseason for T.J. Hawkinson. He ends up as the tight end three. Uh, Actually, we talked about Andrews earlier. Those two guys, 12.7 fantasy points per game. They were both tied for the tight end three Mm. on the season uh irv smith still around at least for now Uh, he's a free agent 6.9 fantasy points per game for him uh got injured they traded uh to essentially replace him they'll probably let irv smith walk and and find a new home i would Mm -hmm. think i would think so too i like irv smith though i mean he's got to be super cheap right now he may land in oh, a yeah. decent spot yeah 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 very cheap matt uh that's the roster we'll get into it a little bit more right after this break we are super excited about our new sports betting partner for for locked on because they're the number one sports book in all of america that's fanduel uh if you're new to fanduel that's it's even better uh, so they have so many great features that makes betting on sports fun and easy so you new, new customers, you join today and get started with $150 in free bets when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money lines to point spreads, player props, on and on and on. They got tons. Um, you can combine your bets for a chance for a bigger payout with the same game parlay, of course. Um, all on an app that's safe, secure, unbelievably easy to use. I use it all the time. Um, so football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. I've also told you guys over the years about Built Bar. So if you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories, you got to try Built Bar. I mean, we just got through the holidays and built bars around here don't last long. I got a 16-year-old son who's now he's taller than I am, and I'm 6'3", and he's working out like crazy. They show up, and they are gone in no time. So I'm lucky to even get my hands on them. But my my wife likes them as well. She's kind of a, a chocolate connoisseur, and a lot of the bars out there have like that waxy chocolate. Well, that's not the case with built Bar. 
Uh, they have some unbelievable flavors like churro and peanut butter brownie. That's actually my favorite. And coconut almond. Uh, I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while uh, maintaining incredible macros. Uh, they're very healthy, only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar, but with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't have to wait around to get a box. For years, you were talking, you know, you had to go to Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at Walmart and Sam's Club. That's right. Just, you know, head into your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. Or if you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie, batter, and churro. So you can thank me later. Thanks so much. Thanks again for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL podcast and get daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories. Plus, in-depth analysis of the biggest games with NFL key predictions every Friday. And Mondays, local insiders cover weekend games with game-to-game episodes. Locked On NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. All right, Matt, Minnesota Vikings, we we talked about the... uh, the roster here, Cousins, Cook, and Madison, both of those guys potentially off the roster. Um, they feel pretty set, with certainly, with, with Jefferson and Hawkinson. Uh, and I think despite rumors that he's always going somewhere, Kirk Cousins is is here to stay for another year or so at least. Yeah, yeah. What do they do at running back? Do you think Cook ultimately stays? Uh, or if not, what route are they going to fill this running back uh, spot? Yeah, that's interesting because I hadn't thought of Cook as a cap casualty, but I think he's a year away from being Zeke Elliott. I was not impressed with him as a runner. Uh, I mean, I thought he took a noticeable noticeable step back this year. So if I'm them, I got to think youth. I mean, Madison's not really the answer. I mean, he's just a guy, in my opinion, and a a backup and probably won't get paid all that well in the free agent market. So. Could this be a Bijan spot or a second or third mm. round spot? Uh, I could actually see that. And I, I thought defense was going to be the priority, but they could use a Thielen replacement and a Cook replacement. And another guard wouldn't kill him either on offense. So they made him more needs than I originally thought. Yeah, so we, we've talked about Dalvin Cook. He is uh, he is under contract for three more seasons, uh, paying him more than $10 million, $10 million per year each of those years, plus some uh, some signing bonuses in there as well. So he's more in that $14, $15 million per year uh, range right now. They do have an out, though, right now. They've got an out following this past season. Um, looks like they would have just $6 million, uh, dead cap, but that would save them $27 million over the oh, you next do three it, years. Got to so, do it. Yeah. Yeah, we might be looking at Dalvin Cook on a on a new team in 2023 and a new running back in this Vikings backfield. I think they've got to make a make a move at uh, the wide receiver two spot as well. Yep. Yep. Uh, Thielen uh, getting up there. I think he's 32 or 33 now. Um, actually, his his cap number is is uh, not very team friendly either. I, I wouldn't think you know he's that Minnesota. He's that local guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they would just outright cut him, but I, I think we could be looking at a situation where uh, he he reworks his deal to mm-hmm. uh, stay with the team. Maybe he's there one more year, something like that. 
KJ Osborne was impressive, but I don't, I think he's more suited to be your three, not right. your two. So I could see this, uh, this Vikings team spending a pretty early pick on a wide receiver in, in this rookie class. Yeah, I agree with everything you just said. Running back and receiver both seem like pretty high priorities. As you were saying that too, though, and you know, we talked about Andrews a minute ago, that all lines up really well for Hawkinson. You know, you know, Jefferson's going to yeah. get what he gets and, it's a very clear path to being a highly targeted tight end, maybe one of the highest targeted tight ends in the league. I'm not quite as down on Andrews maybe as you are, mm-hmm. but I I do really like the idea of if you've got Andrews on your roster, offer Andrews for Hawkinson and something, because I think you could yeah. probably, you know, even if it's a second round rookie pick or, um, you know, a prospect that you that you like, I think you could get something along with Hawkinson for Mark Andrews, and that's something I'd be willing to to uh, to do for sure. So uh, maybe that's a, a specific trade you could go out there and try. I've got Andrews on a couple teams, so I may be I may be trying that deal myself. Not a bad man. Uh, I don't think the gap between them is all that big. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I don't think so don't, either. Right. I don't think right. so either. Um, any. Any players other than Hawkinson you're buying on this on this Vikings team? Hmm. I mean, just Justin <laughs> Jefferson. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. We obviously would uh, would love to have uh, on every roster, but uh, that's he's right, not a guy. Right. Not a guy you can just go out and grab whenever you want. Of course, it's you're going to have to pay up, and uh, I mean that's fine. That, that that's okay to do, but you can't uh, necessarily do that in every league. Right. I'd like to buy a Mercedes too, but you know, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> this point. is a tough team i don't know what to target i mean if you still have cook i think you got to get out of there if you can i mean i'm not taking 50 cents on the dollar but i mean i'm getting rid of oh, cook yeah i think that's where the price already is though yeah probably. yeah yeah you're probably um, right but hawks a buy i guess hawks certainly a buy i mean we've seen his yeah. price go up as well I, I i still think it's uh it's in the range where where you can you know, you can make some profit off that. You can get some good return on that. Cousins in a super flex league. We talk about buying those those veterans. Really, even Cousins in a in a one quarterback league. If you need that safe option, maybe you've got uh, Trey Lance or you've got Kyler Murray, and uh, he's you know he's not going to be ready for the beginning of the season. Maybe Cousins is that one quarterback league bridge guy. Uh, he's pretty solid. I mean, year yeah. after year, he's I mean he's really proven. And we, we've talked about that as a strategy for so long. You know, don't pay up for QB1, QB2. Instead, go get go get that veteran that's mm-hmm. outside of the top 12. That's getting more and more difficult to do because those guys are getting older and older. They're getting worse and worse. If you did that with Aaron Rodgers last year, it didn't work. If you did it with Russell Wilson, it didn't work. If you did it with Matt Stafford, it didn't work. <laughs> Good point. Uh, Kirk Cousins is, is kind of the uh, – kind of the only one that right now that that's in that range of older safe and cheap enough to to trust as a fantasy starter mm-hmm. for you know half the season or so yeah and you don't mind starting him every week i mean if you're strong everywhere else i mean he, right. again he's consistent he doesn't hurt you 
All right, Matt, I think that will do it for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, That will do it for today's show as well. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the Locked On Dynasty channel on YouTube as well. Remember to follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan, MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.